If you or someone you love struggles with a gambling addiction, please call 1-800-GAMBLER today and please gamble responsibly. everyone and welcome into another episode of sports betting by dummies i am your host patty parlays and joining me as always the faceless wonder tyler tyler welcome in hey what's up patty happy friday happy friday feel good friday it's copyrighted can't do that is that real is that really copyrighted no, I'm just messing. With <laughs> I was like, I don't think that's right, but hey, you know, whatever. There's a copyright strike. Take us yeah. down. Yep, that that that's what sunk the ship. Um, all righty, Tyler, let's jump right into it. The Travelers Championship. So the current leader is Xander Shoffley, which, if you do recall, that is who I took mm-hmm. to win last weekend, and he did not win last weekend, but it looks like he's going to win this weekend. But uh, we have to talk about Rory's meltdown. I We were just talking about it before. Before we were jumping on here, Rory had a one-stroke lead on Xander. I go back a hole later, and now Rory is down three strokes, and that's because Rory got a snowman on the 12th hole. I mean, has this hole been given the other pros problems, or did he just have a rough one? I think he just had a rough one. There. I mean, I haven't seen any, like, crazy. I've seen a couple, like, bogeys and double bogeys for, like, when people hit it in the water. But did he hit it in the water, like, two or three times? Or, like, what what happened? I, I didn't actually see it. But that is uh, interesting to me. Uh, Sounds like he probably put it through my parents' back window again. <laughs> oh, man. That, I mean, hey, could could have happened, I guess. That's worth at least four strokes right there. Yeah. And I will tell you, uh, because it's Rory, I'm sure it'll be all over Sports Center or the internet or something where we'll be able to see it sometime soon. Yeah, I'm sure people are going to be, you know, talking back. I'm sure all the live players are going to be happy to pile on. Yeah. He's been pretty, uh, pretty staunch PGA supporter, right? Yes. Yes, he has. So I'm sure we'll get some tweets out there of his people mocking him on his meltdown by the live players. Oh yeah, have to. Something about like, hey, even with a snowman on a hole, you'd still be getting paid over here on the LIV tour. <laughs> but um, kind of speaking on that and leading over to that, so Justin Thomas, the person who I chose for my dumbest dummy pick to win the whole tournament, withdrew. So that's rough. I mean, I guess I get a, a uh, getting a push is better than a loss. But because he withdrew, there are rumors that he withdrew because he is joining the LIV. Now, I don't think that will happen. But because uh, kind of like you said with Rory, Justin Thomas came out and was kind of a big supporter of the PGA Tour. But is every time a big name player withdraws from a tournament, are we going to automatically assume they're going to the LIV? I mean, if they don't give a reason why, I think we're going to start thinking about that. I mean, for, so like in this instance, just Thomas like said his like back hurt or something like, so he withdrew for that reason. But I mean, couldn't you also be like, oh, my back hurts, but I'm also playing in the LIV tournament next weekend, so I'm not technically allowed to play in this tournament. Yeah, but I mean, 
why would he even jump in in the first place? Fair. I mean, unless he unless he was using his negotiation, he was like, hey, you know, sorry, I'm going to play in this tournament, and not, you know, I don't want to talk to you guys. And they were like, hey, uh, we'll give you this much money if you drop out. Yeah, true. Said, hey. Said bet. Everyone has a price. Now, is there gambling allowed on the LNB? I don't think I saw it last time. So, from what I've heard, is it's kind of on a state-to-state basis. Um, there's a lot of rules and regulations that go on with it. And so I think in some states you can, but I think in most states you can't. But at least that was the case for the first one. So maybe now that this second one's happening and the second one's also happening in the U.S., maybe that factors mm-hmm. into uh, maybe the possibility to bet on some of the LIV tournaments. I mean, I'm going to need something to sink some free time and some money into here on bets. So I need <laughs> I need to become an expert on something here. Otherwise, I'm going to have to just be the quiet guy on the show not talking. Maybe, maybe you hit up some cricket. I mean, we know Ireland's going to... I mean, we know Ireland's definitely not favored against that game against India today. Yeah. No, certainly not. All righty, Tyler. Let's move on to the NHL Finals, Stanley Cup, uh, Lordo, as some people call them. Uh, game five is tonight in Colorado. Unfortunately, the Avalanche won game four, which means the series is now three to one, heading back to Colorado. And Tyler, I, I think it's I think tonight's the night that the uh, the NHL ends for the season. I think this is the night EY cashes in his bet. That's right. And I, I know I said previously that he would get 30 bucks. He actually gets 20 bucks if the Avalanche win. And he bet 120 bucks on that. He put 120 down and he makes 20? Correct. It was it was poor timing on TY's part. Um, if he If he would have waited until it got to 2-1, Avalanche, he could have gotten a way better price, but uh, hey, a, a win's a win, right? Hey, I mean, shout out to him on his unit size there, I guess. Uh, oh, yeah. He, T.Y. has a massive unit. Apparently. <laughs> um, but yeah, so then the, the the shows might have to get really short if we're getting into, or I guess, too, in the future, I could just start actually talking about baseball bets as opposed to, like, just giving them to you. Run down the entire slate. Yeah. It might, it might have to happen, man, because pretty soon, I mean, we're going to talk some NBA draft, but after the NBA draft, uh, after we're done today, there's really no NBA to talk about. The NHL will probably be done after today. Um, golf is only on the weekends, um, and even then, sometimes it's hard to even talk about golf, so... uh we we might be in those dog days of summer finally, Tyler. Uh, you trying to go to a fever game? Ooh, I mean, could I don't become, think we could become the world's foremost authority on WNBA gambling. I, I've actually seen that pick up in some uh, circles. You know, people are actually because a lot of people are very. Uh, specific to one sport or they have one specialty and if that specialty was the nba some of those gamblers are starting to move to the WNBA. um so i i wouldn't be against it you know um 
The only thing I think is there's not very many WNBA teams, are there? No, there's not that many. Yeah. So I think most you get like three or four games a night. Yeah, and I've been looking the values and has like I have been a degenerate look and I haven't bet yet, but you're not getting a lot of value like you do in the NBA as well. Gotcha. So maybe we'll have to keep an eye on that. Might be something to start looking into for sure. But let's talk the NBA draft, Tyler. So uh, late yesterday, the news broke that Banchero, not Jabari Smith, was going to go number one overall. Um, For the longest time, everyone thought Smith was going number one, and the odds on the books reflected that. But uh, you could have made some good money had you jumped on Banchero at the right time yesterday. I don't know. I mean, I sent it to you in the group, Tyler, but did you see when they reset the odds and had Jabari Smith at, like, minus – 6,000 in uh, Banchero at, like, plus 550. I mean, that would have been nice to hit. Yeah. I thought it was a foregone conclusion. I didn't want to throw away money, so. Me too. And I don't think I've ever actually seen a book reset odds like that. Um, I was talking with my... Minus 6,000. Like, I'm not putting a bet down on that, like, on any of those things. Like... Generally, most people, I would advise, like, it didn't work out for us, but I would also advise the listeners, like, if you see a situation like that, I wouldn't, just because it happened this time, I don't think I'd be taking, you know, the bet against a minus 6,000 odds. Right, exactly. That That's one thing to keep in mind. Um, but I was talking with my coworker, Alex, and I have never seen odds move like that, and it, I mean, it was just insane. Yeah, I mean, Woj had tweeted out that, you know, it was basically going to be Jabari going first. So, like, I don't know if he was in on it. Maybe he was like, hey, I need, I'm short on money. I'm going to announce Jabari's getting picked first. Throw, throw a few racks down on uh, Paolo at plus 500. And then right before the show announced that uh, it's, you know, it's Paolo. That way I get my money. Cover your tracks and also correct exactly. anything that you quote unquote did wrong exactly maybe hey. just i mean he's got the pull to do it yeah for sure for sure um and then the next shock to me at least came at four i know tyler you had uh pointed out that you saw something that thought murray was going to go four to the kings and pretty much i don't even know i don't know if the odds ever changed but every time i looked Ivy was uh, the odds-on favorite to go for, and he was at minus value pretty much the entire time. Well, I mean, you got to factor in the uh, Kings are going to Kings. <laughs> of course, of course, the classic. That's what you uh, didn't factor in. I mean, Freya West heard it, but I heard that interesting stat that, like, Generally, the player picked after the Kings pick turns out to be a pretty good player. Like we had, a, what was it? They picked Bagley. The next pick was Luca. They picked Thomas Robinson. Next pick was Lillard. There's one more. I forget who it was. I I, I did see that though, and that is hilarious. I did see that. So uh, maybe take a future on Ivy to win Rookie of the Year or to, something like that. I mean, maybe. It's, people seem to like the Pistons, though. So. I think the Pistons did well last night. I mean, 
I like to preface the draft or you know say draft stuff like you know they did well on how we on how we projected it like you know who knows who's translating to the NBA and who's not it is a crapshoot right right hundred percent um and then the Pacers got Mathurin which you you seem pretty okay with yeah I mean he's athletic he can shoot um. Got that dog in him. <laughs> so, I mean, he seems like a pretty good prospect. We'll see how it works out. But, I yep. mean, he does have a lot of upside to be excited about. Absolutely. And so, Tyler, I was – I because I'm a Pacers fan, you know, I was trying to project, like, what the lineup looks like this upcoming season. So, first off, Mathurin is a 2-slash-3 in the NBA probably, right? Uh, More 2, yeah. Okay, yeah. So a guard, maybe if we go small, can be a small forward, but probably yeah, on the they're small. Gonna be running, they're going to be running like five guards. Their whole team is guards and Miles Turner right now. Yeah, well, I still like my boy O'Shea Brissett, but uh, I don't I don't think he'll get much playing time. I, I was wondering, Tyler, could we run like a three guard and then a Isaiah Jackson and Miles Turner as Isaiah Jackson two – too of a too much of a liability defensively to play at a four spot when a lot of teams are going four or five shooters. Uh, he's a pretty athletic player. I don't. He's not slow. Like he's not your traditional slow-footed big. Like he's yeah. a very athletic guy. Um, if they're playing three guards, they're probably going to be switching a lot anyway. So true. True. I'd be more worried about Miles Turner getting switched onto a perimeter player than Jackson. Okay. Okay. Um, so yeah, we definitely see that. Um, and then what about, um, I mean, we, we pretty much are assuming TJ Warren's gone, right? Well, he's a free agent, isn't he? Yeah. 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 I mean, he really didn't play like the last, what, almost two years for him. Yeah, pretty much. So yeah, I think we can just assume he's gone. I mean, um, I personally was surprised Miles Turner was still there. Yeah. Or not Miles Turner, Malcolm Brogdon, I mean. Was well, still yeah. There I mean, the, the, draft. the, the, I the rumor him mill. To be gone for sure. The rumor mill was I mean, blowing up, and everyone's like, Brogdon's going to go somewhere tonight. Brogdon's going to go somewhere tonight. And then he didn't go anywhere. But I think, I don't think he's out of the woods yet. Right. It was just kind of surprising because, like, we all assumed if it wasn't for his, or the contract rules where he couldn't be traded until what, April? Mm-hmm. So he couldn't be dealt at the deadline. Like I, I knew a lot of people then were like, "How come Malcolm Brogdon didn't get dealt at the deadline when it was solely just a contract thing?" But I mean, he'll, he'll probably be gone. They just have he's older and doesn't really fit the timeline of the team. Plus, the like I said, their whole team is guards right now. I'm gonna say we're super guard heavy now. Um, yeah, because they've got what Halliburton, Duarte. They took. Mathurin last night. Then you've got Brogdon. Healed. Healed. TJ McConnell. I don't know if he's a free agent or not. So, yeah. Yeah. Then I don't... Was one of their second round picks a guard too? Yes. The the first pick we got was another point guard. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. So, So, uh, it kind of... I think getting two point guards when we have a clear need... And I, I guess Mathurin's not a point guard, but getting two guards when we have a clear need at the, the four 
uh, kind of tells you kind of maybe that the writing's on the wall for Brockton to get shipped out. Yeah, I think most people, I myself assumed that he was going to be traded to the Knicks, and then the Knicks did, I'm not sure what that move was. The Knicks did Knicks things, Tyler. Um, I guess, but that was a heck of a move just to dump a contract, I guess, the 11th pick to get future picks that are protected. I was going to say future conditional picks. Yeah, I mean, normally when you're dumping contract, you're dumping like a late, like a late first round, not a lottery pick. Right, right. And uh, the only thing I've seen is like they're obviously trying to get money, some free space to possibly try to get Jalen Brunson. Um, That's fine and all, like he's good, but normally when you dump space, you're trying to get like a top 15 player. He's not that. I mean, is it possible that they're trying to uh, make enough cap space to get Kyrie? I mean, I think at this point they're not quite there, but I think this maybe could lead to that because the Knicks were listed as one of Kyrie's possible um, landing spots. Well, they shouldn't be shedding salary then because NBA, you have to, you know, you basically have to match your salaries and trades. Oh, I see what you're saying. So it wouldn't make much sense to shed, you know, a bigger contract that you don't want. Right. Hmm. Yeah. I, you know, I don't know. But, uh, and then Tyler, how do you feel about Woj basically tweeting out every pick before it happened? Well, I mean, I don't have Twitter, so it didn't really affect me, but like, he is terrible on TV. I don't know if you watch the draft, but yikes. <laughs> he is he is made for Twitter, not for TV, like not for live TV appearances. Yeah, yeah. Um but it, it's just kind of frustrating like and I don't remember who said it, but like on the NFL draft, like these insiders and stuff know these picks like before they happen and before they show up on the TV. But there's no fun in it in the draft at all if you're just tweeting out every single pick before it pops up on the TV. Well, Woj was announcing them before Silver was saying them. Right, right. That's like, yeah. That's what TV. I'm saying. Yeah. Not even Twitter, like on TV, like. Oh wow. Okay. I didn't know that. Yeah, no, they had him on the ESPN broadcast. He was coming out, you know, tipping picks on ESPN, like on the official broadcast of the draft. I'm out on it. Let 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 the let the TV play itself out. Let us see stuff when it happens, as opposed to giving us hints or anything like that. Well, I mean, just think how much more electric it would have been if Woj hadn't come out and spilt the beans that Paolo was going first after everyone thought that it was going to be Smith. Right. Like, just think about like how electric that would have been. That would have brought in so much more attention. Yeah, it it probably would have blown up. But, like, you got to think that, you know, they're paying that man a ton of money and he's making their product worse. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm, this doesn't really have anything to do with gambling. It's just kind of, I enjoyed the draft and I thought it was kind of to have him doing that. Yeah. Um, all right, Tyler, anything else on the NBA before we move on? Uh, Celtics got just what they need to fix their problem. A guy that 
can't shoot, can't dribble, and actually has the highest turnover percentage of any drafted player in the past decade. So just what they needed. And yes, he is a point guard. Yeah, sorry about that, Tyler. I, I mean, it's second round. It's a second round throwaway pick. They literally just said, "Hey, this guy's most athletic, you know most athletic guard in the draft was throw a you know throw a pick at him. If it doesn't work out, we don't really lose anything." Yeah, I just thought it was funny that he literally has all the problems their team had in the finals. Yeah, yeah, fits the system, I guess you could say. Great hair, though. Oh, okay. There you go. You got that going for you. Yes, sir. <laughs> um, all right, let's talk about dumbest dummy picks. Review ours from Wednesday. Um, I went one and one, and I still have one outstanding. Um, Tyler, how did you do? I believe I went zero for one. I that yeah. is what I showed as well. Yep. I mean, we knew that one was a was a bad boost going in. It yeah. was just a lot to go on. A lot of points scored and, you know, you got good or at least one really good keeper and one that hasn't been playing terrible. So Right. And we finally saw that under hit um, that we've kind of been waiting for in game th- or game four. So, uh, you know, that doesn't help either. Yeah, that's well, – we knew it wasn't a great one going in. We said – we said this was for science, and we're sticking to it. Whether we, even when we know the boost is bad, just so you guys don't have to. That's right. Um, so in the competition, I am up a whole point five units. Um, Diz is up two point eight five units, and Tyler, you are still up six point two units. Turn up. Now, Tyler, I know you take the boost, but I was just looking at the boost, and we were talking about. Oh, it's back. Okay, cool. Then I'm not gonna I'm not gonna steal anything, Tyler. Do you want to go ahead and give us your dumbest dummy slash the boost picks for tonight? No, I told you it came back. It just came back at a lower odd. Well, worst odds. It came back at plus two hundred, and then it disappeared again, and then now it came back. So that's why I was like, "What yeah, is so going I on?" I got it. I got in at plus two hundred last time. Yeah. Before it disappeared again. Uh, let me get logged back in here. It logged me out for inactivity. So. Great podcasting by me. It's great podcasting by us in general. I mean, we're we're usually what people look forward to or look like you know mimic their uh, podcasts after. So I've been told yeah. this many a times. <laughs> All right. So and odds boost. Uh, start off MLB. The one Patty was talking about that has been appearing and vanishing. It is the MLB Seattle boost. Judge, Stanton, or Rizzo to hit a home run and Yankees win versus the Astros. And that is at plus 200, boosted from plus 120. Uh, I don't hate that one. I mean, those are some big bats, and Yankees have been pretty good lately, have they not? The Yankees have been one of the best teams. Actually, they have the best record in baseball right now. So that's part of it. And I think they've probably won eight or nine of their last ten. Um and even when it looks like they're down and out, like they come back even like late in games and w- find a way to win. I know, I think it was last night, they were down three going into the bottom of the ninth, and then they scored four in the bottom of the ninth to win. Um, and then also with uh, Aaron Judge, he actually, uh, I don't know if he won his arbitration or they settled arbitration, but he got like $19 million um, worth of pay. So 
Uh, he's going to be feeling good. I, I like this. The only thing that I don't like is just that it has to be a home run because home runs can be hit or miss sometimes. But uh, I think it's going to be hot, humid. It's at Yankee Stadium. I uh, I think it hits for you. I mean, I'm with you. I mean, like plus 200 for a money line and a home run seems pretty low, but I guess their justify is it's going to be, you know, you have three different options to hit it. So, yeah. All right. And then, uh, Moving to the NHL, possibly our last NHL boost of the year. Uh, so I'll give it to you in the, as I believe Boston Connor once said, the hockey accent. <laughs> so the bet is Domkos, uh, Macher, Landeskog, and Hedman to each record <laughs> two plus shots on goal. That was beautiful. That was beautiful. And that is uh, plus 140 boosted from minus 110. Uh, I mean, this one's a little better than last time. This is just shots on goal, so maybe people would just start ripping them. I agree. I do like this. And uh, I'm, I know at least Stomkos and Makar, they both play on the power play. And when you're on the power play, a lot of times you just put pucks on net. Um, so, and shots on goal, two-plus shots on goal, I mean – for anyone in the NHL, especially uh, here, I, I don't think it's a bad move. So I, I like that one as well. I think you got a couple good boosts tonight, Tyler. Yeah, I mean, we're getting close to the end of the month. I need to stop losing boosts so I can uh, look like I'm a smart person here. Hey, one of these hits, you have a positive day. So, Yes, sir. That's all you need. All right, Tyler, I just have one competition bet for you today. It is uh, Freddie Freeman of the Los Angeles Dodgers to record two-plus bases at plus 100. Um, He's actually hit this in five straight games, and he is also going back to Atlanta tonight where he played most of his career. Now, it's not his first time back in Atlanta, but every time you go back to a team you've been with for a while, you know, there's some, some emotions, and usually you play a little bit better. So... I really like this spot with Freddie Freeman, two-plus bases tonight at plus money. All righty, let's move on to our group best bets. Tyler, we went one, one, and one on Wednesday. And uh, let me tell you, there was a couple bad beats in there. Um, so we were on the Dodgers against the Reds, and the Dodgers were up 4-3 to three going into the bottom of the fifth, and then they gave up a home run in the bottom of the fifth to push. So that was the one push we had where we had a lead going into the bottom of the fifth and they couldn't get the Reds out three times. And then, if you recall, Tyler, uh, we took the Royals' uh, first five plus a half, but we wanted to take the Royals' first five plus one and a half because that's what I got earlier in the day. And uh, so we were stuck with the plus a half, and then they gave up a run in the bottom of the fifth to end up losing, but we would have won if it had been the plus one and a half like we wanted. So... Um, couple couple tough ones on us uh, last last episode. Yeah, a little bad beat, but it's okay. It'll happen, but we'll get it back. Um, as a group, we are still up seven point six seven units, so still hell of a month. Yep, I mean, as long as we're profitable, we're okay. Absolutely, absolutely. All righty, Tyler. Let me see what catches my eye today. Do you want to touch the NHL? I don't particularly want to. 
Not especially. I mean, if we do, I'd prefer to be on the uh, on the abs side. Me but too. I'd rather not. Yeah, I think I think we'll just stay away from that one. Um, but I I do have an interesting uh, an interesting possible best bet for you, Tyler. So we were talking about that Travelers Championship in the PGA Tour and how uh, Xander Shoffley has a he has a two-stroke lead right now. Um, he's been playing fantastic golf. He's up towards the top. So uh, we can get him to win that championship at plus 135 right now. So it falls within our range of a group best bet. And if you're really getting a golfer at plus 135, that usually means it's almost a guarantee that they'll win. Oh, really? There you go. So... You rarely ever see odds this low unless it's a pretty sure thing. And with it being uh, going into like the second half of the tournament with still a decent amount to play, I like the plus 135 here for Xander. Okay. I'll ride with you. Okay. Um, now, other games here to, to do in the baseball world. Okay. Uh, how about... Let's let's start kind of semi with your boost there. So let's let's look at the Yankees first five money line here, Tyler, minus one fifteen. All right. What are you thinking? It's minus one fifteen, so I'd just say we go with that. Um I the the Yankees have the better pitcher and the better hitting, and the fact that we can get them at a short price at minus one fifteen at home, I think it's a half to. Let's go. And then one more that we can go for. How about the Dodgers going into Atlanta? Again, very short price here for the Dodgers. We can get them at minus 142 in the first five. I mean, they've been pretty good, and Atlanta's been kind of not as good as last year, correct? Well, so Atlanta's actually one of the hotter teams. Um, They've, like, rallied, and they've won, like, 12 or 15 or something crazy. But the Dodgers are the Dodgers. Like, that's, there's just no denying that. Just that good? Yeah. All right, let's do it then. Okay, so to recap, we got, ooh, before I could get the bet in, Tyler, Xander's odds dropped to plus 110. So even even better for us. That makes me feel even better about our uh, our bet. Well, do, you do, do you do a snowman a hole or something? No, no, no. His odds are going down as in he's just, moving it further and further up the leaderboard. Oh, I thought you were saying they went the other way. No, 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 no. So, feeling good. Um, and then Yankees first five money line versus the Astros tonight and Dodgers first five money line versus the Braves. All right. Sounds like winners to me. That's right, baby. That's right. All right, Tyler, that leaves us the Hail Mary parlay of the day today. It is 10 legs, $1. Did you read the uh, the notes? I did. Okay, so it is one dollar to win three hundred and forty dollars and ninety one cents. So we start yeah, off. The, go ahead. In the seasons where I don't know what's going on, I gotta read the notes so I can at least look at a little bit beforehand, so I can try and figure out what we're talking about. Fake it till you make it, baby. Exactly. <laughs> Alrighty, so we got Mets Marlins first five under three and a half. 
Yankees first five money line versus the Astros. Dodgers first five money line versus the Braves. White Sox first five minus a half versus the Orioles. Twins first five minus a half versus the Rockies. Blue Jays first five minus a half versus the Brewers. Cardinals first five money line versus the Cubs. Angels first five minus a half versus the Mariners. Diamondbacks first five money line versus the Tigers. And Giants first five minus a half versus the Reds. Alrighty, Tyler. Anything you need to, uh, you want to, or need to get off your chest before we call it a week? No, sir. It's all you. Um, I, I got nothing. You know, stay safe out there. It's gonna be a hot one this weekend. Make sure you stay hydrated. I know there's gonna be like boating weekends happening. You know, all kinds of stuff just happening. Be safe out there. That's all I ask. You can be wild, but not too wild. Not too wild. The key. <laughs> all righty. Well, thank you all for listening. We really appreciate it. Make sure you check us out on Twitter and Instagram at SportsBetByDumb. Also, make sure you go to our YouTube channel. Go to YouTube.com. Type in Sports Betting by Dummies in the Google, or in the search bar. Look for the black and yellow logo, yellow logo. You cannot miss it. Make sure you subscribe, like, comment, all that good stuff. But again, thank you all for listening. We really hope you have a nice long profitable weekend and we will see you all on monday